With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Wednesday, October 7th. Uh, all right. I, there's so much going on in the universe. It's, it almost seems mundane for me to say this, but I'm really excited to read the Federal Reserve's minutes from their last meeting. Okay. I'm not really excited, but I will do that. I promise. More importantly, I want to hear from you guys. We want to help you. We, Mark and I, want to help you try to do the smartest things with your money in your personal financial life, not just for the end of this year, but for a long time going forward. So how can we help you out? Only if you can send us an email. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. That's what Linda did. She is calling from Minnesota. Linda, welcome to the show. What can we do for you? Well, I find myself at uh, 64 years of age unemployed. Mm, Not uh, completely uh, surprised by that, but I thought maybe I could hang on another another year, but mm-hmm. it didn't happen. So the question is, do I use my IRA funds and let my Social Security payout grow? Mm-hmm. Or do I collect my Social Security at sixty six? I'd wait. A, I'd wait till sixty six at least, probably to okay. do that. Um, and so, yeah, which is a better way to go? Take that guaranteed Social Security increase every year, or tell, tell me a little bit about the money that you have. You've got. You said you've got some money in retirement. How much is there, and what portion is um, tax deferred, and what's post tax? What's going on for you? Sure. I've got uh, in a traditional IRA. I've got a little over nine hundred thousand. Mm, okay. And in my Roth, I've got about 325, 327, something like that. Okay, great. And how about money outside of those accounts, Linda? Yeah, I've got uh, just uh, some mutual funds, and that's about uh, $200,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and then I'm a, I'm a saver for specific purposes, mm-hmm. so, I, so I have several other little funds uh, that are earmarked for, oh, to buy a new car, I've got $34,000 in that. I've got $31,000 in my go-on-vacation-when-I'm-retired fund. Hmm. I like that. Okay. So how <laughs> much, got, mo- how much um, money do you think that you would need to draw from your accounts to fund yourself? Like, what are we talking yeah. about? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I've got, so I've been on unemployment. So one finds out you can live on very little when you need to. Yeah. So I've, I've been on unemployment here. I've got a couple more weeks of that going. So I would say, you know, the big expenses, of course, are, are when property taxes and insurances do. Mm-hmm. But generally, from a you know, monthly standpoint, I can probably get by with a couple thousand, twenty five hundred dollars a month. Okay, that's great. And what is the Social Security at your full retirement age? You said sixty six. How much would that be? That is twenty six hundred and some change. Oh, okay. And what about at seventy? Thirty. It's nine hundred dollars more. Thirty five hundred. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. Do you have a spouse or? I do not. Okay. Single person. Got it. And how about? Tell me about the house. How much is that worth? Uh, but two sixty, seventy, all paid off. Oh, great. Okay. 
Um, and the the couple hundred thousand that you have in the mutual funds, I'm mm-hmm. kind of intrigued by that. Normally, I would say tap into that first. Okay. Is there any reason why you wouldn't? Is there some humongous gains that you have in those funds? Uh, you know, there is some. Uh, one of them is uh, the S&P 500, which, of mm-hmm. course, that's... Yeah, so I've that's had a that biggie. fund forever. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, so there's a big gains in that. Okay, there's an interesting theory that I want to kind of float by you. And that is this. You are about to not have a lot of income. Mm -hmm. And as a result, it may be worth your while to actually take money out of your traditional retirement accounts. So especially because you're basically saying that you don't need a lot to live on. Mm -hmm. Now, I would hazard to guess that if we could get you, you know, I don't know, let's call it 40 grand a year from those from the traditional retirement account. If you can get 40, that'll amount, you'll have to pay tax on it, but that's only the 12% tax bracket. So if you pull 40 out of the traditional, I think you get your 2,500 a month pretty close to what you need. You could always round it out. You could, you know, take a little bit more, but Mm -hmm. I think that paying at the 12% rate and getting some of the money out of this traditional is actually going to be smart for you because uh, you'll see when you actually get your Medicare and you get your, (laughs) that as income starts to rise and you're forced to take money out of your traditional IRA, you're going to end up paying more for Medicare. So even though this is usually not like the most, I don't know, common advice, (laughs) because of the where tax rates are, I think this could actually work for you. Again, if you pull 40 out, you pay 10 grand of taxes, let's say, you'd probably be less than that, but let's just say, then you've got your 30 grand to live on. I think that that will probably get you exactly where you need to go. You need to do it for, what do we say, six years, right? Yeah. Yep. That'll get a quarter of a million bucks out of there. Uh, I, I think that this works because then you're going to have that higher amount of social security for the rest of your life. And then you will still have a bunch of money in the traditional, a bunch Mm -hmm. of money in the Roth and the mutual funds. So I think that that's the game plan. I think you wait till age 70, you pull the money out of the traditional retirement accounts. You try to stay in that 12% tax bracket. And I think it works. Well, I was leaning that way, but I, like you said, it doesn't seem like it's the normal way people would tell you to do it. So. No, I, I'm very abnormal. You'll find that. <laughs> you will. But I think you're in, in good shape. I know it's it's very upsetting to people, like if you're counting on working for a long time, I know that it can be incredibly upsetting to be in that place where you're like, well, wait a minute, I thought I was going to be working for all this time. I think that what you're actually proving to all of the other listeners out there is that when you count on working longer, it doesn't always end up that way, which is why you need to save. And frankly, you've been an amazing saver. So congratulations. I think we got, if you, if you run into anything else and you got a question, feel free to call us, but I think you're in good shape and I would proceed, try to stay in that 12% tax bracket. Again, that's 
$40,125 as a single person this year. Okay. okay? All right. Very good. Sound good. Good luck. Take care. Thanks so much for your help. Oh, a pleasure. Thank you so much for calling. Bye-bye. Okay, that's it. That's the show. Uh, Don't forget, if you're not a subscriber, you don't want to miss a single episode. And we do broadcast every single day. Subscribe to us wherever you get your favorite podcast, maybe Apple or Spotify or Stitcher or Radio.com, Google Play, wherever. I don't care. As always, wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain that distancing, and lift somebody up today. It will make you feel better. We'll talk to you tomorrow.